Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Brickline Brewing. They're doing very tasty things. Find Brickline in all good bottle shops. Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell. Great ball! The bales go flying and they are flashing red lights. And Cameron Green, just as he was looking in control, he's out. Shamar Joseph around the wicket bowls. Travis who is bold! It is a king pair! Shamar Joseph is off to the races! Elzari bowls to Smith. He's played underneath over the top of the keeper for six. True genius. He lets fly. Hazel's bold! Shamar Joseph has bowled the West Indies to the most romantic of victories. And one of the truly great upsets in Test cricket history. He's off on a lap of honour. <laughs> it's a win and events that will reverberate right through international cricket. And it might be the saviour of West Indies cricket. Shamar Joseph is a legend in his second test match. Great coverage from SEN, Jared Whateley, Ian Healy and the team on the weekend. And Ian Healy's been good enough to join us, SEN Queensland host and cricket superstar in his own right. He joins us for the Tim Tam McFlurry. It's back at Macca's. Ian, welcome to you. Great to have you on. G'day, Dwayne. Uh, nice to be with you, mate. And after a great day. Yeah, and the, the, it was a great day in general. And I know you would have preferred Australia to win, but overall, it was a great day. There was a lot of sentiment for the West Indies, wasn't there? Like they, they, uh, they run deep uh, with their influence here in Australia, and you know we weren't sure exactly how to feel yesterday uh, when we see an incredible performance by a man who's in serious pain and was injured and dragged out of bed and uh, left his gear at the hotel. He, he thought, "I'm just going to the ground. I'm not playing," and then ends up playing, getting seven for sixty. It's incredible, and and putting in the longest of spells of anyone in the game uh, with what is a seriously injured toe. So, well, f- well, I presume you were barracking for Australia, did it? It just yeah. felt like it was more life and death for them than it was for us. Did you feel that at all? No, I don't. I mean, uh, no, no, we fought hard. Uh, and and we, were, we didn't want to lose that for sure. The disappointment on Josh Hazelwood's uh, face and body when he was bold to lose the match uh, was huge. So, no, Australia, I, I think we're 
probably a little bit uh, lazy slash fatigued, uh, limping to the end of their summer. Um, they've had an incredible uh, performance 12 months, but also uh, very jam-packed for those who have played all the formats. You know? So they're entitled to be tired, um, and, but they fought hard and they just couldn't keep him out. He, he, he was running in the bowl and getting faster and faster. He was close to 150 k's an hour with this injury. And then down at Fine Leg, when he tried to walk, he, he was nothing like what he was like running in the bowl. So uh, he, he'll never forget that day for, for that reason. Where, where did that pain go when I was bowling, um, <laughs> as well as the performance of 7 for 62? I suppose I'm looking at it more at the other end of the spectrum. I'm, if Josh Hazelwood had taken a seven for, would he have done a lap of honour? Uh, if mm. we'd have won, would you have been in tears like Brian Lara was, like Carl Hooper, you know, hands to the wall, absolutely floored by the beauty of it? And we wouldn't have celebrated like they did. It, it seemed to mean so much to them. I know it means a lot to us too, but it just seemed like to them it meant everything in the world. Yes, when you... It, well, it sort of is. It's one of the great giant-killing performances in the history of the game. So, so that's why they all of a sudden became quite upbeat, emotional, and and wrecks after the game. You know, so it it did. Yeah, it, it is a big, big thing. And and you know, maybe a lot of cricket nations will sit up now and try to accommodate the West Indies into their schedules a bit more um, to give the West Indies players this young top order they've got. Uh, a chance to get better. Uh, they've they've put a team together that looks very close and quite excited to play. And so uh, now they've just got to play. Their next test, for example, is the 10th of July in England. So it's a mm. long way away and they're not playing enough to get uh, better and to get a bit of a roll on. Ours isn't far away. Would you change our batting order? Will they change it and would you change it? Uh, no and no. Um, so okay. we've we've got to cement it. You know, I, I, if you get picked for Australia, you're telling you're telling me I'm loved. You know, so so if they're and you're the best we've got, so you can't drop them easy. Um, so if if they change the batting order, they've made two mistakes. They've they've assembled that batting order and now changed it. So no, I, I think uh, we've got to make it work. And and if it doesn't work, there's some sackings down the track a little bit. So. So, but but I I think it'll work. I think they'll be fine. I I think we need a bit of a boot camp, a physical boot camp, leading into New Zealand, and uh, we need to really reinvigorate our passion for for performance and get going again. So uh, you know they, they're more than capable. Cameron Green's more than capable of uh, getting it together at, at four, and we saw him do that yesterday. And then he got a ball that jumped on him a touch and hit his back elbow down onto the stumps. It was unbelievable. Mm. So. Uh, yeah, he was he was almost there. So uh, and he's done it before, you know, Test match hundred. So he, he'll get there, I'm sure. Any reason why we don't bowl at the stumps more? Um, not sure. No. Why do you think we're not? Well, not not as many deliveries as them, and not as many deliveries in the past would have actually gone on to hit the stumps if they weren't hit by the opposition batters. They weren't online. Yes hit the stumps. We didn't bowl at the stumps yeah. as often, I thought, as we should have. Um, yeah, righto. Uh, I don't... There's no real reason other than, you, you know, that's... You can be picked off for runs onto the leg side if you get too straight. Um, so they... they we, Australia do like to stay in the corridor of 
just outside off and then go for it. Um, if they're going over the stumps, actually over the stumps and the height of the stumps, we're bowling too short, just a bit too short, and sometimes half a metre, and you've got to sort of readjust that quite quickly, and it's quite important in Brisbane. Um, but our bowling certainly is not the issue. Um, they did incredibly well in the second innings to keep that lead to 216. Uh, and, you know, I, I sort of don't like much criticism of the bowlers in this case. Our batting this summer has been no good. And, and we've let Pakistan and the West Indies into nearly every test at times and just were good enough and more experienced enough to squeak out. So And, and probably rely on our bowlers to get the job done and get them out cheaply as well. So, uh, yeah, no, no, I, think, I think it's a, a very good observation that they should be very, very aware of that, that uh, because it worked. There, were, there weren't many bold uh, dismissals mm. in the whole test until yesterday. And Pat's decision to declare, do you think they should have stuck around? I mean, it's, it's easy in hindsight given we lost by eight runs, but there was always the, you know, last week a stand the Windies had in Adelaide was 52. So there's a chance we could have added some more. Uh, yes, but possibly missed the chance to get three wickets. That's what he was going yeah. for. So it's a really nice, positive uh, mindset that we like moving that games forward, which ended up creating, uh, you know, a game that moved perfectly. Uh, so, so no, absolutely no criticism from me uh, with that one uh, because, you know, everyone's thinking nighttime with the new pink ball. That's when you've got to time it right. And it, it, they got one wicket and they would have liked it and they hoped for more, but... I think they were one for thirteen, uh, so they didn't get hurt by that uh, that decision, and they certainly did brilliantly to get them out for just that two hundred and sixteen lead. So uh, yeah, no, no criticism. Do you think we're headed for more day night tests? Uh, not really. I think they they feel and the administrators feel uh, that one per summer is okay um, because they'll play one somewhere else. They might play three for the year, um, and that's a, that's enough for them to change body clocks. And it's it wouldn't be that easy, you know. And and what about the heat? The heat and humidity mm. starting right in the middle of the day, or at two o'clock <laughs> in the in the day here was so hot. Uh, whereas normally you've started at ten, and you you know you you're through you're into it by two o'clock, uh, and the heat bearable. But uh, yeah, no, that that was hard, but. Uh, no, I think the administrators are saying we've we've got enough. And were you okay? Alan Border wasn't with Green and others coming off for a, a slushy and uh, sit under the air conditioner. Jeez, they carry on, don't they? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I think they overdid it, uh, and it's not the players' fault. You know, there's all those staff there sitting around and are capable of doing something and gives them something to do. So they overdo it too often. Like, I'm sure they can get through an hour before they have a slushy. And then I'm sure, I'm sure they can get through two hours before they have a 40-minute break. You, you know, I, I, we used to love and really rate uh, endurance being part of our game. And it's not even that much endurance, you know, two hours or one hour at a time you get a break. So, yeah, I think they overdid it a little bit, but apparently everyone in world cricket's doing it. So, you know, if you're getting away with it, do it. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's 
I think it took up a lot of energy with our boys. You know, they, they should have been able to bowl more than three over spells for a start, and then they have to go off, then they have to change, sit in front of the air conditioner, and guess what you got to do as soon as you finish with the air conditioner? Go back out into the oven. It's. I, I think they could sort of uh, do a little bit less of it. And how are we going to go against New Zealand? Um, we'll get hurt if we don't start batting well. Um, New Zealand, are, they're excellent these days. They're staying on the field. Their best players have always had a history of being, getting an injury and missing series here and there. And, but they're, they're a really cohesive group now that uh, have, a real, have a real crack and they're generally hard to stay on top of, even if you get on top of them. Um, so oh, I think they'll be up for our, for our series and we better be. You know, we're going to play three one-days and three T20s against the West Indies in the next couple of weeks with some modified teams. Uh, the Quicks are having a rest. So there's no excuse that we shouldn't be fresh. In, a, in about a month's time, we, we'll start those. Um, we, yeah, we'll need to be good. We, sh- we should win. Um, but, but New Zealand will make us work for it and we need to be better than we've been. And there is a bit of recency bias with all of us. You've been around a long time. The Shamar Joseph story is remarkable. Is it one of the most amazing or the most amazing rise to prominence that you've seen in cricket? Yes, I think so. Uh, I, I, you know, I would probably put it with uh, Lasseth Malinga, you, you know, but I don't remember mm. him cleaning us up here in Australia in, in your first year of Test cricket. So, so because um, uh, Shamar was playing with taped ball cricket uh, like two years ago. He only started with a hard ball about then. And then within mm. one year, he made it into first-class cricket. And, and now he's doing that in test cricket. So, oh, just fingers crossed he, he doesn't come across a big injury uh, that, that sort of uh, puts a bit of a halt on his progress. But, no, I, th- I think it's the most remarkable. And I think it's, you know, one of the most impressive test match victories in the history of cricket. And how much form do you have to have? Far out of form do you have to be for you to be a little concerned? I mean, Marnus Labuschagne's got a great record, but his last month hasn't been spectacular. Travis Head, two first ball ducks, but he got a century in Adelaide. So is that just the way cricket is? Players go in and out of form and we shouldn't be too worried? Or do you think that this is a little bit of a worry, this change of our lineup, Dave Warner, post-Dave Warner era, might be in a bit of trouble? You think it'll settle or we'll be okay? Or... You think it's a worrying uh, time? Uh, well, it's a worrying time, but I don't think it's um, a panicky time. Uh, it's quite obvious what Marnus has got to do. He's got no balance at the moment. He, he's not moving his back foot back and across. He's just staying on his back foot near the crease after his, after his pre-movement. The ball gets delivered, and if it's short and a touch wide, he doesn't move his back foot anymore. It just swivel. It just rotates a bit and he squares up a little bit because you've only got your hips and your shoulders to go to swivel. So he's getting caught in ugly positions because he's not going back and across with his back foot. And when it's full and in the just on and outside off stump, he's letting a lot go. And because he can't move his front foot out to the ball. So you need to watch the ball, you identify that it's a full ball and you get out on the front foot. He's not doing that either. So so he he's just got to settle that. I think Steve Smith fixed his this week. You know he mm. he's got his focus back on training properly 
this week. You know, they're all saying he's a wonderful problem solver or, you know, that's the term they like these days. So that's just getting your footwork and your balance right. And and he was excellent by the end of that innings. And, he, like, interestingly, he was cramping up, you know, because he hadn't made that many runs with that intensity for a while. So so the humidity got in. So I just think Manus has got to fix his footwork. That's it. Um, so that can be done, you know, in the time now before he gets to New Zealand and during the one days. And, um, you know, it's a difficult gig they've got these days changing wasn't so long ago that we were winning the one-day World Cup. Now, that requires different batting strategies and mindsets and, you know, footwork and all that sort of stuff. He just maybe hasn't got back to his Red Bull stuff well enough. Uh, he made 100 in Manchester in the Ashes, but it was quite a chore over there. It was quite hard work for him over there too. So I just want to see him get to the line and the length of the ball, you know, 100% of the time. Cricket's going all right, isn't it, Ian? It's rated well. People are engaged again. The... Hotline's been crazy today. The open line yeah. for Midday Madness has been madness. Yeah, well, I've had, I would say, four four messages. How good's Test cricket, you know? And that, <laughs> that's, that's uh, compared to none in the last 100 tests. So, yeah, we, I think they've been, you know, now that we've got Fox as well, and, and yep. it, yeah, we can switch over to England playing India. How good was that match? That's, a, that's mm. nearly, well, they're saying Ollie Pope's 196 that he made is, one of the best centuries by an Englishman ever in the game. So, so it's um, it's fantastic that both of them coincided, and we're so so thrilling. Not only we've got Fox, we've got the Fox Mini, Ian, so we can actually watch it. Uh, you can get the short form of the whole four-day, five-day test these days, which is even better for all of us. Hey, great to have a chat to you. Always good to be able to pick your brain. Um, let's hope we're talking plenty of cricket all year round. Great to talk to you, Ian. Thanks for your time. You're welcome, Dad. See you, mate. Ian Healy from uh, SEN Cricket up and uh, SEN Queensland as well. Plenty of texts coming through. Uh, I, I think it was great to see the West Indies win yesterday. Another one here. The summers can get a bit predictable at times. Australia just belts everyone, and we thought Australia would be easily beat Pakistan and the West Indies this summer. I think it was a great watch. A close test. The West Indies, the underdogs win. Uh, another one here. I have no issue with what Puck Cummins says uh, these things need to be brought up and talked about, especially if you're asked questions. Sorry if that offends these middle-aged people that refuse to change. So quite a few coming through. The text machine's been crazy today with texts on cricket. Plenty still to come. Dwayne's went all the way to 3 o'clock local time for Brick Lane Brewing. They're doing very tasty things at Brick Lane Brewing. Find Brick Lane in all good bottle shops. And we're here for Athena Home Loans. Be rewarded for your loyalty at Athena Home Loans. Keep your texts coming through. I'm going to read a few more out after the break. 0433981116 for the all-new Temper, T-E-M-P-U-R. Temper Pro, Temper's most adaptive mattress ever is here. Brett Phillips to talk some tennis, still about 10 minutes away. And Aaron Sipos to wrap up today's NFL action. He's also involved with the Hawthorne Footy Club these days, so he's got a couple of strings to his bow. If you didn't know, San Francisco beat Detroit 34-31, and Kansas City beat Baltimore 17-10, so... It's Kansas City and San Francisco into the Super Bowl in a couple of weeks' time. You're with Dwayne's